It's time for Sex Talk with Lou. Lou Paget on TogiNet. So, have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Why they keep doing that? Want to recreate a truly connected relationship? Or wondered, how do I tell my partner or kids about things? Then this is your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Lou Paget is a certified sex educator, an international best-selling author. And not only will Lou and her guests discuss the most current research, they will put you at the head of the class on good, solid, scientifically-based information and how it will impact you and your family. Known for delivering information about sexuality and relationships sans the sleaze factor while retaining all the accuracy, fun, and the you're kidding factor. Let's get to it. Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet. And now here's your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone, and thank you for being here today. Um, as I mentioned last week, I was going to the adult novelty show which is in essence a trade show for sex toys, which I did in the middle of a, a unbelievable torrential downpour here, which sadly, as many of you may have had an awareness, ended up being the same storm system that went into Montecito and caused all of that horrendous um, mudslide and flooding in that area. Uh, anyways, everyone has their trade show that they go to right? Mine happens to be the Adult Novelty Manufacturers Expo. And it's held twice a year. And what I look at when I go is I look to see, because I am no longer selling product on my website. And the reason for that is it was, you know, a business decision. I could no longer be competitive with those people who could order at distributor prices and then sell them with free shipping, translation, Amazon. And so I'd have to buy at wholesaler, which is above that, and then I'd have to charge for shipping. So I ended up looking at going, no, okay, we're going to, I'm just going to look at product, direct people, and if needs be, I can create an affiliate program with someone if that is, you know, someone if people start ordering a whole bunch from someone I've recommended. But what I do when I'm looking is I look to see, is this safe? How much research has gone into it? And I really like to go to the actual manufacturers. I you know, have met some really terrific distributors, but they're not manufacturing. And I wanna know where did the idea come from? Who came up with it because in a lot of instances, the product that gets created got created because one person or two people thought about it and went, you know, we should be able to find something different like this. Um, for example, the Dame line, D-A-M-E line out of New York. One woman uh, was a industrial designer. The other I don't know if she was the engineer, but the two of them just said, look, we're going to create our own vibrator that is a couple's vibrator. And I had spoken about it last year. It's called the um, uh, EVA, E-V-A, and the Dame is the name of the company. And so it fits inside. It can be used during partnered intercourse. 
And that's what they were looking for. They didn't want to have something that had to be held. They wanted people's hands to be free, but also not something that didn't interfere with penetration because both these women um, had partners. And so they designed it so that it fit just inside the um, outer labia and then rested on the vibratory part, resting these are tiny. So it looks almost like a little, make your fingers into the shape of um, a circle with your thumb and your forefinger. And then just imagine having tiny little, almost like little expander legs on there. Soft little things out of a very soft, silky um, silicone. It's worn inside the labia. The vibratory part of it fits right on the clitoral area. So, and invariably this is gonna work best when the woman is on top because then she can control the motion, but then allows both partners to receive sensation that is, you know, that they both like and want at the same time. So one of the first things I look for is in the safety factor. As an example, and I will tell this to anyone in my seminars, look for whether or not the product is safe to be used, particularly if you're looking at lubricants, which FYI is one of the most crowded areas of the adult product world. And the person who told me was um, told me that was the late Larry Garland, who was an absolute giant of a man in our field. He started El Dorado Products, major distributor. <coughs> And when I uh, had interviewed him a couple of times, I said, what's, excuse me, <clears throat> what's the most crowded SKU saleskeeping unit area, and, you know, for you? And he said, hands down, lubricants. He said, we have so many new lubricants, you know, reps coming in trying to get us to carry them for, you know, for people to order. He said, we just can't take all of them, which reminds me, in little FYI, here in Los Angeles in one particular uh, area, Santa Monica area, where it's a major, major liquor store. Their most crowded um, skew area, saleskeeping unit area, hands down, vodkas. So here's what I would ask people to do. If you're going into a store, or if you're buying online, or if you're looking at a bottle, check on the back and look at the ingredients. And if it says something that is phenoxyethylene, it's got glycerin. Glycerin is a sugar, okay? The number one ingredient is water, then it says glycerin. Now, the issue with that is, yes, it may be water-based, but that's not going to, and it may be nice and smooth, but it would not be something that I would recommend. Um, they've done a lot of packaging and marketing, but people don't really know what to look for, and they also, if you see something on the back that will tell you that if, if it sounds suspicious, be suspicious. Don't just say, oh, well, this is someone selling something at a trade show. It must be okay to be used internally. Not necessarily. Seriously. So I, had, I ended up getting a whole bunch of different samples of things. And one thing, as I said, I told you that I look for, I look for trends, but on the safety side of things, I also look at how and why were these toys designed the way that they were. And sometimes I will find that they have been, that, and let me, let me be really clear. 
this is probably the most ripped off market of any market I've ever seen. I have a degree in buying and merchandising from Fashion Institute in New York. And we know that everyone knocks off everyone in that industry. It is even more so here because what happens is a lot of them end up that, you know, the products are manufactured in China and it's almost like they go through a huge shopping mall area and say, I'll have two of those, five of those in red, nine of those in green sparkles, but they're all the same product. And the problem, if someone has a brand new product that they're making in order to make it be financially viable, they often have to go to China at which point they basically have given that Chinese manufacturer their entire product line. So the factory might manufacture their product for eight hours, but then the other 16, the other two eight hour shifts, they're manufacturing for themselves. And that is everywhere in this industry, whether they're manufacturing in Japan or in China, whatever it may be. So when I looked at the trends that I'm seeing, and I'm this is, and I'm going to go there, and I, I'll, I'll bounce around in different areas throughout because there's so many different things I could talk about. But I'm going to just, I'm just going to go into the trends at this point. And again, that was the adult novelty show. Any questions you might have about product that you yourself um, were looking at or considering, please send me an email at office at loopadget.com and I will give you my unbiased, honest response on it. I'm not being paid by any of these people. So when I look at it, I want to see, does it work? Period. Because I have three attitudes that things have to pass or I do not carry them. And the first is they have to work. Dear God, let them work. The second is, and I'll go into that in a moment about vibes. The second is they have to make people feel good. You know, it has to make something that it doesn't make people feel, oh, I don't know about this or there's something wrong with me because this isn't working. That's not the case. And then thirdly, it has to be something that there's no judgment or shaming about it, period. So those are, that's the umbrella under which I look at product when I'm going through a show. And one of the things that when I looked at some of you may have seen the hilarious videos online where men who have way too much time in their garages and basement have rigged up power tools to long stocks with dildos. And then they shoot videos of this supposed to be, you know, an entirely, you know, exciting for women. No, it's, it's more exciting for the men, because if you look at the women who are in these videos, they're using a vibrator on their clitoris. This thing going in and out is not the thing that's working. So, when, and we're coming up to our first break here, and when I come back, I'm going to continue with the trends, particularly about size and about vibrators, uh, how I would recommend someone looking for a vibrator. And the, the big world that I thought, one of the things that was to me most fascinating, there was very little about Fifty Shades, which three years ago was massive. And the final installment is coming out, and I saw one place, but I'm going to talk about that um, when we come back, because we are just about to go to our break. And this is my report from the Adult Novelty Show. 
It'll give you everything that I saw that I would recommend to my friends, to colleagues, and also to the UCLA, which is where I will be doing my presentation in May. I look for product that I can give to them that they can then share with their clientele or patients. So 15 seconds and we're going to come up to the tunes here. And when I come back, I'm going to be talking about the, the vibe trends, the size trends, and a whole bunch more. And here are the tunes. Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more Sex Talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet.com. sign has been around as long as there have been hotels where discretion was a bitter part of value. One lecturer at Cornell University School of Hotel Administration traces the do not disturb sign roots to the aristocracy of the early 20th century at grand establishments such as the Ritz in Europe. It sure is annoying when you just want to be a slug of bed and someone knocks at the door and says, housekeeping, What's the word for the semi-conscious state between sleep and wakefulness? Hypnopompic. There are days when I wish I could wear a do not disturb sign around my neck. What do you call someone who wants to lay in bed all day? A scabberlatcher. I'm Carolyn Davidson and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. One of the best ways to prevent injuries while exercising is by warming up first. Most of us are in a hurry, and it can be tempting to skip your warm-up and get right into your workout. But don't do it. Warming up is vital and necessary. Taking 5 to 10 minutes to get your body prepared for a good workout is well worth it. If you're going for a run or a brisk walk, walk slowly first and increase your speed so that your heart rate is rising. Even if you're doing a weight workout only, it's important to warm up for at least five minutes on the treadmill or just by walking around. Warming up gets the blood flowing to your muscles, heart, and joints and prepares them for a good workout. Mentally, it gets you focused on what is ahead, whether it is running, biking, lifting weights, or another mode of exercise. So don't skip your warm-up. It's an essential part of every workout. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Um, as I said before the break, I'm going to talk about trends. And one of the things that I became aware of probably two years ago. Now, the adult novelty show itself is uh, twice a year. 
And at this point, it has been held all over different areas in Los Angeles, but it's now held in Burbank um, at the Marriott. That's no, not really important, but anyway, the important thing is, is it is held twice a year. And when I go, there's one in July and there's one in January. This show tends to be more lightly attended, but I started seeing that in the area of lingerie, now there's also a lingerie show, and that's typically in Las Vegas, and I've been to that as well, um, to speak for uh, the owners of Sports Sheets. Uh, Tom Stewart, his sister Julie, uh, Tom's wife Kimberly, and they sort of run it as a, a family operation with a bunch of others. But the important thing is, when we know from a demographic standpoint, the average size of a female body in the U.S. average is 16 to 18. It used to be 14. And the reason I know that size, when I was a student at Fashion Institute in New York, I did a paper for a major um, high-end uh, designer. And I realized that there were women who could not find anything outside of, if they were bigger than a size 12, they couldn't find anything that was really fashion or fashionable. They basically just were sort of being given attempt to wear. And this woman created a um, store called Forgotten Woman. And the where I was working was a... Um, uh, what's her husband's name? Oh, it'll come back to me. Anyway, this manufacturer prided itself on being very fashion forward and current. And I said to the manufacturer, the designer, would the marketing guy, would they be interested in going into being the first fashion line recognized designer name? It was Albert Nippon in large size. And they said, absolutely not. I said, look, there is no other designer name in large size, nothing. And at that time, the average size, and this was in the mid 80s, was 14. Now it has climbed up that the average size is 16, 18. The trend here in the adult world and the lingerie world, these are the women that are asking, they, are, they want stuff that fits them, period. And I'll also tell you that when women are ordering uh, lingerie, like the lingerie clubs where you can get a different, you know, a, a different panty and a different bra, you know, every month or every second month, the biggest orders that they get uh, and multiple orders are from the women who are large size. That is a market that finally they are looking at and seeing that they're not the size zero, they're not the size two. Almost every ad that you see now, you are seeing women who are representative of the size that are walking around in the streets. And that's even here in Los Angeles. In middle America, it's a, it's a much different thing. Women tend to be smaller here. They're exposed. Their bodies are exposed more. They're not covered up by as much stuff. And, you know, there's more people who are making, you know, they're living based on, you know, their body size, whether they're an actor or a model or whatever it may be. But the important thing is from a trend thing, they are looking for what suits them. In the same way, they also are looking for 
toys that suit them. So for example, in sports sheets, when they have the strap-ons, they have a larger um, corset style, they're corset style because it's laced up at the front, but corset style strap-on for larger women that's, that fits them so it isn't binding them while you know they're trying to do something. I mean, the last thing you want is to have something that doesn't fit properly, right? So that's one trend that I'm seeing, just it's, it's constant. As I said before, everyone knocks off everyone, and I mean everyone. So, for example, I, you know, I, I'm reading some of the magazines. There's a number of different, there's European Adult News. I picked up a copy of Sexual Health from, what's this one from? Yeah, January. There's the Expiz Premier, which is the um, magazine for the industry for the retail marketplace. And interestingly enough, the XBiz show, which is going to be starting this week, they are not going to be having promotion of product. And I'm thinking to myself, what do you think is being sold in these retail outlets? <laughs> really? <laughs> are you kidding me? So anyways, to go back to who knocks off who. Some of you may have heard of uh, a product called the Sibian. And the Sibian was something that it was the first, literally, it was like riding a vibrator. It was big, um, probably about two feet long, curved and arched, so it was like a riding half of a barrel, and then it had a vibrator pad that went back and forth, and then a rotating uh, vaginal stock that, you know, you could use that as well, different sizes of that, and you controlled it with a uh, a small, it's almost like a, there was a cord and you had a, a control box that you could turn it up, turn it down, do whatever. And now <laughs> I love the fact that they think nobody knows that the Sibian existed because now we have a thing called the cowgirl and they're calling it a riding sex machine. And it's the first time it's ever been, you know, only thing you know, th that is out there. That is absolute crap. No, it's not. So what you also have to do, I want to try and educate people that, look, if you're looking at this, this is the other thing you have to compare it to. The Sibian was the gold standard, period. And it is a great product. It's older, but again, it's like some of the older products, it, it, didn't, go out of, um, it didn't go out of style, and it still works. In the, there's a whole line of products now called the womanizer and it will use this is a line of, of vibrators which are kind of vibrators but also include suction to suck in the clitoral hood in order to increase blood flow into the clitoral area along with vibration now there's all kinds of others that are knocking that off and calling themselves the satisfier and satisfier two and as another example for myself, there are three different areas at the adult novelty. There's the main area, which has the biggest manufacturers. And finally, the distributors, you know, stopped coming. Why would they come? Because they're buying from the manufacturer. When people can go directly to the manufacturer, they're not going to go to the distributor's booth. Excuse me. No. Anyway, then there's another area that has the smaller manufacturers who tend to be the newer, 
more cutting edge. And then sadly, there's another area where they're kind of a B-grade products that are, they knock off everything. They don't have a good quality lubricant. They don't have good quality products. They're the more cheaply made. Now, some of these things are, you know, incredibly cheaply made. But the thing that I look for is, do they have a, a quality of manufacturing? Some of the other things, you know, and this is what I look for. Again, do they work? And there are times when people will buy something and they'll go, you know, there must be something wrong with me because it didn't work. No, au contraire. <laughs> it wasn't designed to work. And what these manufacturers know and distributors and retailers know is that they have a built-in no return policy. No kidding. Particularly with men that they'll go, oh, well, this didn't work for me. Well, it may not work well for anyone because each person has a unique body sensation, you know, threshold, what they like, what they don't like. And each product is not going to work well for each person, period. Uh, each lubricant is not going to feel the same way. For some people, they might like a, a slightly thicker lubricant. I don't recommend lubricants typically with taste and smell to them because that's literally inoculating a woman's vagina with a product that is not natural. And particularly if, as I read from the back of this little sachet that I was given, that it has a, you know, it has glycerin in it. I'm like, not a chance, not a, not a chance, fans, forget it. And I have a sciences background and I'm going, great, hydropolytrinonium, mm, chloride, great, that'd be no. So, but when I look at the vibrators, and I'm going to come back and I'm going to go into, you know, much more depth when I cover other products, but you've got suction, you've got clitoral mainly, you've got G-spot, you've got double stimulation, meaning either G-spot and clitoral. But the thing one has to remember is sometimes for some women, that's just too much at one time. There, It's kind of like, where do I focus? Everything is like, you know, I have way too much stuff going on and they can't keep their mind on just one area. So that's why I say to men, gentlemen, if you're stimulating a woman's clitoris, please do not reach up and necessarily play with her breasts at the same time. She may not know where to focus. It's kind of like, where do I go? And it's taking away from the actual, you know, buildup of sensation that will work best for her. But the other, you know, the other thing women have to be aware of, each woman has what they call an orgasmic fingerprint, meaning that is her fingerprint on how she orgasms, not like someone else, not that it's the same way, and not like she has to sound like someone out of a porn film, but her own individual fingerprint. And when we come back, I'm going to talk about what I'd like to see in lubricants and more things about vibrators. Be back after these messages. Sex 
Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. heard about the Seattle house that went up in flames after a chowder-headed tenant tried to flush out an eight-legged foe in his laundry room by setting it on fire using a lighter and spray paint. Whoops! Big miscabobble. Apparently, no one got hurt except perhaps a spider, but the rental home and its contents reportedly suffered $60,000 worth of damage. Neighbors scrambled to hose down their homes to keep the fire away. What's the word for a nearby house that is on fire? A eucalagan. Arachnophobia, or the fear of spiders, is pretty common. In case you're wondering what kind of nut job would actually try to kill a spider this way, this isn't the first case of this sort to occur. Why did the spider cross the road? To look for a new website, maybe? It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Word. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Osteoporosis affects 10 million people in the U.S. and is described as a generalized loss of bone density, causing skeletal weakness. When the amount of bone falls below a certain threshold, fractures occur with little or no trauma. There are 206 bones in your body, and everyone is crucial to staying active and pain-free as you age. Exercise is one of the most beneficial things you can do for your bones. Choose weight-bearing exercises, especially weightlifting, to keep your bones strong and to prevent bone loss. To improve bone density, the key is to keep your feet on the ground, such as walking, running, or aerobic dance. The impact of your heel hitting the floor sends a vibration through your skeleton that stimulates cell growth in the bones. Exercise helps prevent bone loss. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Like us on Facebook. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome back, everyone. Taking a quick sip of water there. As I had said before the break, the uniqueness of the vibrator needs to really match with the uniqueness of each woman's pleasure, sensation, cycle, and her orgasmic fingerprint. In other words, what works best for her? Some women are highly, highly sensitive. Some women need very strong sensation, you know, such as the Hitachi magic wand. Some women have, you know, it will depend on whether or not they've had any sensation recently, but it really depends on her, as they call it, orgasmic fingerprint. And that's Hartman, Fithian and Campbell who coined that term. And they were sex educators uh, here in Southern California. Now, when it comes to lubricants, One thing from a trend standpoint that I would love to see coming forward, and I talked to a number of different people about this, is the use of including CBDs, cannabinoids, and THC in uh, a lubricant. And 
I'll share with you that I spoke with a um, woman by, where, where do I put her name here? Do, do, do. Here we go, Ashley. And Ashley uh, has a website ca called canasexual.com, C-A-N-N-A sexual.com. And the reason, I, and I was speaking with another colleague, Metis Black, who has a company called Tantas, and we were speaking about getting a product for women that will help them. You know, we talked about dilators for some women, but she said when she spoke to uh, some people, they said, no, you don't just need a dilator. You need to talk to someone who understands pelvic floor therapy. So I was looking specifically for a woman who has went through early menopause as a result of a hysterectomy, an emergency hysterectomy. And she now has strictures, meaning a tightening of the actual vaginal vault and stenosis. So it feels like a hardening. And that's a, that's a direct result as a, you know, the immediate drop off, boom, of estrogen. But when I spoke with Ashley, her name is Ashley Manta, what she said, and I thought this was really quite fascinating, is that she herself had been a victim of abuse. And I did not ask what, but she said, she uses a product called Foria, which is manufactured here in California, so, so California and in Colorado. And she uses it in order to reduce um, any pain for herself um, uh, in vulvar area and vaginally. And I'd like to see this being something, because we know this is a huge area of potential growth because people are are ending long-term marriages and then getting into new relationships and they want to still be sexual beings, but they don't know how to go about doing it. So I, this is an area that I'm going to, you know, do a little more focus on. I have a couple of other people who I know have told me as a result, again, remember I said at the very top of the show, people will often end up creating something because it's something that they wanted for themselves. And another colleague of mine had uh, a woman who had undergone cancer treatment and she created her own CBD uh, cannabinoid uh, vaginal cream. So I'd like to find out, you know, how she sourced it, where it's from. And that for me is one of the things that I'm really good at doing is finding solutions for people when they don't know where to go and look. Just as an example, in the uh, sexual health magazine that was, you know, on the counter, in you know the thing, pick it up, read it. Um, it's presented by um, it's Anka uh, Radakovich, and she's talking about the use of marijuana during sexual during sexuality at any time. And for many people, it is something that it doesn't have them, you know, doesn't have the sensation numbing effect that occurs with alcohol. But it also it has one woman described. She said. It just makes, here, here is her direct comment. It basically, my pussy gets high. I was like, okay. And she said, it just gets so relaxed. And she said, but because there isn't the active THC component to it, she said, I don't get high. But she said, it's just not the same way one would if one was smoking. Anyway, um, that for me is something that I really would like to, you know, do more of a focus on and look at can this be developed for people 
again, it would have to be, you know, within the legal confines of having to get a prescription and then going to uh, for a proper compounding. But to me, this is an area that has huge potential for people because a lot of it, when um, Dr. Debbie Herbenek was doing a review of one of the largest online surveys, and she's in, uh, in Indiana, and she was doing this survey and came back that it was like a third of women had pain on their most recent intercourse. And it's kind of like, what is that all about? And she had kind of like overlooked it. And she said, what is the deal here? So there has to be something. Is it not, not enough foreplay? Is it not enough fun? Not enough get you in the mindset? But, or, you know, someone doing something that does, isn't comfortable. It should not be painful. Okay. Now, the other thing, as I said before, that surprised me is that there really wasn't any very much that was targeting a Fifty Shades consumer. When that, when the first um, Fifty Shades came out, man, everyone had something. And the group that had probably the best display of things was Sports Sheets because that's their specialty. They are, you know, they have um, what they call vanilla bondage, light bondage, but it's designed to keep couples connected. And it's, they have aligned for women. They have aligned, you know, they have, um, I think it's called mankind for men. It's not as big an area, but they are designed for couples. And believe you me, when people are into trying new things, they are downright creative. And just to go back again, anyone who's interested, there are three different types of cannabinoids that are available that can be used for um, uh, sexual, you know, for sexual pain or sexual enhancement. And there's phoria, which is here. There's also relief, which is supposedly for anal play. Then there is quim rock, Q-U-I-M rock. That's based with coconut oil. And that is only available here in California. Then there's the velvet swing and that's a water base. And again, in California, but also in Washington state. And again, Ashley's website is canna, C-A-N-N-A, sexual.com. Now, um, there was also, there's a real doll that is a product that was created by a gentleman years ago for people who, you know, and you could choose fingernails, hair color, breast size, waist size, length of, you know, color, everything, even nail polish color, toe color feet, you know, everything. Um, do you want, you know, a hole for the mouth? Do you want anus and vagina? And now he's coming up with an AI component to it, an artificial intelligence component to it. And they look very real, but I will also say there are some that, you know, there are some people who really do prefer to have something like this doll um, that they come home to. Now, when we know that there are many people who will use something such as Second Life, where they pretend that's their avatar and they sign up for that and their their whole world is the fantasy world when they're not, you know, when they're not at work, they come home and they jump on and they become that. It's not that much of a big stretch in my mind for them to be doing. Um, this would be, you know, their um, companion, so to speak. But I will admit, it was a bit weird seeing an advertisement one time and the guy was sitting and they're sitting around the pool 
<laughs> he's actually served the doll who's crossed her legs and is holding it. He has served her a little drink. And I'm like, oh my goodness me. But I guess, you know, if you're going to take it, take it to as far as you can go. Here's another trend that I had seen is more myoelectric stim going on, whether it is for uh, vaginal, um, what they would refer to as training to strengthen the PC, the pubococcygeus muscle, because that there's my stim was a company out of um, Germany and they were one of the first. And I came around the corner and I looked at this and I went, what are you doing here? And what had happened is people were buying the myo stim products and using them sexually. That's how the company found out people. This is, you know, a demand for this product. So it's basically a TENS machine, meaning it will create a, a myoelectric stim and creates the muscle to contract. So there's different types of them now. There are different um, insertables that are set up specifically for training because many times people are not doing their PC muscle exercises the right way. There's another company that I looked at called Electrostim and they are designed strictly from a pleasure standpoint. They didn't start out as a medical equipment company. And in Vibrotex, as I said before, they have a brand new uh, head for the Atachi Magic Wand. Vibrotex is the company. They're based in uh, Northern California. They were the first one to bring in Rabbit Pearl, the best Rabbit Pearl. They brought in the Hitachi Magic Wand. They had the first cutting straightforward, really good Japanese motors that nobody else had. And Shay and her husband, Dan, have taken it over from Shay's mom. And they have created a line that is just terrific. And again, talking about everyone knocking everyone off, there's a company called Pipe Dream that literally ripped off their line called the girls, which are tiny little vibes that sit in little rechargeables. And they make, they came up with their own line calling it something else. And I was like, Oh, you guys, that is so sleazy. And they're doing it under the name of Jimmy Jane, which is one of the best lines ever. And Jimmy Jane sold out to pipe dream. And unfortunately the quality has really gone down. When we come back, I'm going to go into my final recommendations for product that if you're looking for you or a friend prior to Valentine's, you might want to just keep yourself tuned. Here come the tunes. with Lou on TogiNet with your host Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. weird weekend relaxing and reading through mental floss when I came across these rip-roaring R-words. I recognized a few of them, such as the old 18th century Scottish word ramthiselt, which means fatigued or exhausted. A couple more great R-words are rocketly tuckily, meaning crumpled or gathered up and ruched. 
ruched is commonly used today to describe a flattering blouse or top. Rabbity is a 16th century word for an innocent fool. While Raffle Coppin is a rash, impetuous person. Or maybe just somebody that gets carried away with our words. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. I am not an advocate of eating fast food. With a little planning and self-control, you can skip the fast food restaurants and keep to your low-calorie, healthy eating. But I also know that the holidays are hectic, and many more Americans opt to eat fast food because of time crunches. If that's you, be mindful of what you are ordering. First, choose water instead of soda. That one decision can drastically cut the calories. Second, be aware of what you are eating. Just because it's a salad doesn't mean it's healthy or low-calorie. Many have fried chicken, bacon, or are loaded with cheese. Some fast food restaurants offer healthy choices like yogurt, oatmeal, veggie subs, and turkey wraps. Look for meals under 350 calories. Take time to study the menu and make good choices. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. I said that I would share with you the products that I would recommend, and I will be doing a little post and put it up on my website, which is loupaget.com, uh, www.loupaget.com. And the, I'm just going to let you know that the products that I'm recommending – these are also the products that I'm going to be taking to my UCLA class, which I do, as I said before, in May. And it's a three-hour presentation. I present to the marriage family counselors and MFTs and also to the um, residents in psychiatry. So they're the resident, they're the MD residents for psychiatry. And the reason I'm brought in is that I talk to them about what products I feel are the best, why they're the best, and then this way they can have, and I bring samples of as many things as I can. The manufacturers are generally incredibly uh, generous, and what I do is basically do an in-house marketing uh, suggestion for these people so that when they are speaking with their clients or something, they have the product there, they can talk about it, they can, you know, explain how it's used, the best way, how people have, why they, and why I recommended it. So, to start with, one of the products that I'm going to be bringing in again is a product line called Crave, C-R-A-V-E, and they are a small group, they are based in San Francisco, and again, as I said before, Many times you are going to find someone who has manufactured something based on they wanted something for them. And this is a classic example. The woman who created it, she has a, an engineering background. 
And the, one of the first things she made was, if I'm not mistaken, it was a product called, what well, wasn't the Wink, but it was a uh, vibrator, a tiny little vibrator. And they are gorgeous. They are, and again, like most vibrators now, they charge on USB. They charge while you're working on your computer. You don't have to worry about, you know, a big cord somewhere. You know, you can be studying, doing whatever you want, and all you have to do is plug it into the USB port and away you go. Now, the products I'm going to ask them if they would share with me, and I mean, I'm sure they, they will, but is there's three of them. And one of the first is a product called the Wink Plus. Now, it's a brand new product that they've just come out with, and it is, it's, it's tiny, but what it also is, is it's got a, it, they are manufactured so beautifully that when I looked at this, I was like, ooh, that is what I'm, you know, they, they did Wink before. Now, Wink Plus has, you know, uh, different speeds, different things. But it still has the same really lovely look, which the thing that I like about it, it really looks like just a, a lipstick that would fit in your bag. I also want to get the Rockette. And it almost looks like a, um, you know those, but it's sized down at the head. You know those things where jugglers use and they've got those um, white things that, I guess you, they're bowling pins. But these are not built like a bowling pin, but they've got that same thing of a longer handle and then a wider end. But they are absolutely gorgeous to look at. And then there's another product called the Vesper. And the Vesper is literally, it is, and it's one of their best sellers. It is literally a beautiful little necklace with a long, this is about three, three inches long, um, vibe. Gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. And there, I did a, uh, duet i think they called it a duet and uh it was like make your own vibe which was just great fun to do and what i do is you know i will bring that as an example for people to see because they've never seen you know chances are they've never seen something uh that, that is that style but i will tell you lots of people have been trying to knock it off they're not going to do it with the same degree of, uh, they don't have the same quality of manufacturing that uh, Crave does, and that's C-R-A-V-E. Another line that I'm going to be bringing to uh, the UCLA class and that I recommend on a regular basis are any of the Sex and Mischief products from Sports Sheets. You can go online and find them. There's a number of different retailers you should be able to find them at. These are some of the nicest and best manufactured of the bondage and the connecting products for people. And they've done things that are for straight couples, gay couples, or solo. So you don't have to be in a partnership to get these. But again, great, a great product line. And again, Tom has spent years looking at what can he do to create new one of the new areas for many people is people who have chronic illness in order to keep them in position better. Or if, you know, they are, you know, have a hip issue 
or something because not being able to move properly is a real issue and a real problem for a lot of people, uh, whether it is a knee, whether it is an elbow, something where they're not able to maintain stability. Another area that I'm going to bring things in is from Vibratex. And I talked about their, uh, they were the first to bring in the rabbit pearl, despite everybody else who was knocked off everything that is rabbit, wabbit, bunny, they are, they are the, they're the real deal. They are the group that brought it in first. And there was, just to give you an example, I had a friend of mine who was in Canada and he had traveled to the UK and he called and he said, Lou, what's going on with this, you know, the wascally wabbit? And I said, the who? <laughs> and so, so it's not rabbit, it's wabbit. And rascal spelled with a W as well. And I said, I, I'm not sure what you're talking about, Brett. And he said, here, he said, check this out. And what it was, which this is another thing that I, again, you have to be an informed consumer. There's a company in the UK called Ann Summers. And Ann Summers likes to position itself as being so totally 100% about women. Not necessarily. Don't go there too quickly, honey. Um, Ann Summers was the company that was carrying this wascally wabbit. And what it was, was an incredibly cheap knockoff that the wire that was supposed to cause the shaft end of the rabbit to rotate was springing through the plastic. Imagine their joy. But Ann Summers is also right now putting their, they're creating a connection between them and other, um, I'm trying to think of who it was they said they were going with, but they're, they're going to be doing a so that they can do more marketing online with the Ann Summers brand through this other group and I'm, it, who are not necessarily a high-end brand area. <clears throat> uh, now, finally, oh, Perfect Fit. This is a line by um, a gentleman by the name of Buck Angel. And Buck Angel is a uh, adult performer. He also is a trans man and who has not undergone uh, phalloplasty, meaning he has not had a penis built in. So he still has um, a vagina. But what he does is he has created a line of product for his, his market and, you know, who his community is. There's a product called the Bumper. There's another product called the Perfect Fit. And the bumper is something that is a great product that can go on um, a man's shaft so that it isn't too deep for penetration because for many women, that is an issue. It's, you know, depending on what their shape is, the neck of the cervix get hit and that hurts like a lot. So the perfect fit line, I'm going to be asking Buck to uh, bring things in for that. He also has a thing that the perfect fit too is a thing that fits over a woman's uh, clitoris and creates a lot of suction just from just pulling up on it. I'm also going to be carrying Uber Lube, which is the line uh, that is a silicone line that is phenomenal. I'm going to, they, I already know that they're going to send some things. I'm going to bring things from Spartacus, which is a leather line that, and, you know, present them or something. And then Doc Johnson, who is another main manufacturer. Another final thing that I see ongoingly is many people want to do more education. So they're wanting to 
cross over into giving the information either on their site or on in, you know, included as an enclosure into their product. And uh, last but not least, I'm also going to be featuring at UCLA Olga Cohen's Vaginal Renewal Complex, which is an awesome product for many women who have dealt with a drop of estrogen, which has caused tissue to dry out. And she has the face serum. She's got lips serum too. So all in all, I've got a range of product that I know will be of interest for these people, for my clients. And I'll put this list up um, in a little, you know, type up a little thing of this is who I would recommend coming from the adult novelty. Any questions you have, you know where to find me. It is office at loopadget.com. And I answer all the questions, so do not worry. It is only me. It's not someone who says, oh, what's the answer? <laughs> you will solely get my own input. I trust you will have an awesome week. Be nice. Get yourself ready for uh, your Valentine's Day and have a terrific rest of the week. Take care. Bye for now. Here come the tunes. for being a part of Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with host Lou Paget. Every week, this will be your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Join Lou Paget 